Isn't it? Isn't it? It's it's uh I like to throw people off immediately as soon as they come on. <laughs> I wasn't thrown off. I was I was getting into it. I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh thank you so oh, much. That's so oh. sweet. <laughs> I now I wish I had a camera on you while it was playing. Yeah, well, yeah, no. I just did it for you. So that's pretty much that's it. That's true. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. it. Thank you. I appreciate that. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm hanging in there. I feel like uh, that's the thing. Like I, I did this. Like, I did this as a dystopic thing because I feel like we're all kind of living through our own like form of dystopia since this all happened. Sure. And uh, and I like that your EP deals with a, a lot of like those kind of themes. I feel like I'm just getting right into it. But yeah. uh, <laughs> it's I, it like I loved that by the way. Like especially Thank the you. song "I'm Good" was like phenomenal. Thank um, you. And you're doing more than I feel like. Mo like when I had heard that. Uh, that you had come out with like an EP during quarantine. I was like, I'm not doing enough. <laughs> I'm like, well, I didn't write the songs during quarantine. I'll put it to you. I'll, I'll put it to you oh. that way. Um, okay. Some of those have been around for a long time, but mm. yeah, it's been tough to be productive during this time. I think. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm just now starting to get in the swing of a, a musical routine, but for, I would say most of last year, I, I wasn't, uh, excited to write. So the right. music that I put out, I've had for a bit. It's been on the hard drive lingering. So, but it felt oh, appropriate. Cool. And then you finally just felt like, like it was time to bring it out now. Yeah. I've been kind of holding on to it for so long, just like waiting for the cavalry to come and it just never comes. So <laughs> why just put it out, you know? Yeah, that's so true. It's like, I there's, there's certain projects and stuff that I'd go to work on and I'm like, no, it's not the right time. And then like, especially when something like this happens, you realize, yeah, there is really no right time. It's just about getting, getting down and doing it and getting over your own kind of fucking mental you know shenanigans that's going on to to push yourself through it which is so weird though like the the, the loops and all the uh hurdles that you have to jump through just to do what you love doing sometimes people don't even realize that well i mean like one of the hardest parts about it is just actually putting it out there you know mm. that's that's the scary part because you know then it's open to criticism and people can do what they want with it but um yes. it's that's part of why it's called at least i tried you know it's not going to be perfect it's it's Right. You know, the best I could do. And there's no point in, you know, trying to perfect it and tweak it and obsess over it anymore. Just like it's good where it is. And, you know, yes. now it's in the hands of others. Yeah, that's the bet. That's the best way to look at it. Once you once you create something and make something even like for comedian stuff like that, for me, like if I'm writing a piece or doing jokes or whatever, once it's out there and it's done, the hardest part is like walking away from and going like, it's not mine anymore. <laughs> it's everybody else's. But so, totally. I mean, I, I read that you, you've gotten like really, really good reviews on it and stuff and everybody oh, seems really? to really love it. 
Yeah, yeah. I was, well, I was digging through some stuff. Because I haven't seen them. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I absolutely will. I tried to do some homework. Normally, I just come on and like, I'm like, hey, what do you got? I try not to do those interviews where you come on and people are like, hey, so you're on the road. Why don't you talk about that? And then mm-hmm. the person's just like, mm, fuck. Well, you can't <laughs> ask that question right now because no one's on no, the road. No, no. Yeah. I won't, yeah, no, no one's on the road. Exactly. I'm yeah. like, you like to travel and you can't. What's that like? Yeah. Uh, I've done a few of those. Um, but that's cool. So are you like, have you adjusted to, I guess, quarantine? Like, I feel like everybody at this point is like, I don't want to say it's become commonplace, but like for me anyway, like it does feel like, okay, this is it now. And like, this is kind of what I'm, I'm hoping it's not staying like this, but I have kind of gotten into a groove of working through it. Like you were saying, like with your music and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, it really depends on where you're at in the world and where you're at in the country because some people pretend mm. like there's nothing going on and so it's just like regular times um yeah you know kind of bizarre i've definitely been in a few of those situations over the last year where i'm just like what's happening here um yeah but but in la it's it's pretty um it's pretty pretty tight uh they just reopened uh, outdoor eating again mm. uh, but other than that i've just been pretty much keeping a pretty standard uh routine just to keep myself sane and um i i'm a homebody anyway so i yeah. i don't feel like i'm missing too much um i would say like every two weeks i have a little f- minor freak out where i'm like get me out of here um (laughs) it's like it's probably every two weeks though most of the time i'm just like chilling there's so much to do like i I never get bored like there's just there's way too much stuff especially these days like there's just so much you have available to you um in terms of entertainment or learning or whatever yeah I don't understand uh, when people say they're bored. Like I, I literally don't get it. It makes I'm no so sense. I'm so glad you said that. How is that possible? Like there's yeah. so much stuff to do, you know? I know. It, it is it is mind blowing too. And I try, like, I'm always one of those people who's like trying to be conscious around like when I do talk to other people, I have no idea how they're dealing with it, you know? But for the most part, like, I'm like, I don't know. There's like a million fucking streaming channels, so much stuff to watch all the time. And plus like, I'm almost busier now doing stuff like, like getting to talk to people I admire and that I want to speak to and like my comedy buddies and like, uh, Somebody just said I was watching Amos Lee, but I heard you had Marlena and I had to pop over. <laughs> oh, man, you took you took somebody away from Amos. That's <laughs> that's so nice. I'll let him know. Uh, <laughs> like, but it is it's one of those things where like I, I feel like I'm almost doing more now inside. It's kind of weird because I am a bit of an like I, I don't I, I don't mind staying inside. Like there's stuff to do. And plus, like if it's nice out, I'll go out, bike and do whatever. But like uh, being at a desk all the time is the exact opposite of what I wanted to be doing, which is why I like doing stand up being on the road. But otherwise, it's like, I don't know, there's just too much. There's stuff I'm not doing that I should be doing. <laughs> like That's how like backed up I feel like it's become. I think most people are experiencing that, especially people that have regular office jobs that are now working at home. It's kind of like there's no separation yeah. between work and turning it off. So they're just like kind of doing emails all day like yes. there is no on the clock off the clock and and right. in some ways companies are getting more productivity out of people now 
you know, yeah. but they have all of this time and it's, uh, it's weird for sure. It is kind of weird. I don't like that the companies are winning in any, any respect at all. Yeah. Fuck all <laughs> companies. Just fuck them all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we're on the same page. I'm like, I'm whenever my friends are like, I think I might leave my job. I'm like, fucking do it. Just walk away. <laughs> like now's the time. Yeah. I feel like that's the thing though, too, is like now is the time we're like on a precipice of change too. So like, you know, I, I've had friends who've actually picked up and moved and gone to different places and, you know, finally bought the house they wanted to buy or whatever they're doing. They're like, we're at a kind of a weird time. So just, just like, how do you manage that? Like, are you, are you doing well managing like separating your work time with your like chill time? I think I'm pretty good at it because nice. my, my method is, is very chill. I really mm. like to um, only work when I'm feeling it. <laughs> you know what oh. I mean? Because it's so, because create creativity is very draining for me. And some people are so down to uh, write and, and, and create all day long. But I get really, really exhausted pretty quickly um, when, when I'm just firing off creative ideas and, and experimenting. I get, I get tired really quickly. So I take a lot of breaks and um, I probably, I work like, a solid five hours. And then I'm like, I need to go for a walk. And then I'll go for a walk. I'll listen to a podcast. I'll get some exercise or something like that. And then I, and then I do other things. I, I do house stuff. I, I, you know, watch something or do whatever, read a book, whatever. Um, but I, I don't like to uh, overwork the music stuff because it, it, it's hard and it doesn't become fun anymore. And, and as soon as it's not fun, then you're, you're not going to get anything productive out of that anyway, you know? If that makes sense. Did I lose you? Oh, no. <laughs> Marlena, it's so nice to see you. Sorry about that. I don't know what just happened there. John said he lost power. I know. That's what happens in a dystopia when a world that we don't know what's going on, something is always going on. And I'm sorry you were stuck here for a second by yourself. I but, mean, I'm not very good at improv, so, but I tried. Uh, you know what? He should have been like, that's, that's the bit. We just leave somebody here and see what they end up doing. Well, I thought for a second, that would have been a great bit if, if that's how it went. <laughs> right? I think so, too. We got, we got a raid from Justin Gonzalez Tenor. Thank you, Justin. But here's, here is the... Uh, here is the host, the man himself. I will let him on as I disappear into the night again. There you hey. go. Well, well, well. Oh, can nobody hear me? <laughs> I can't Look hear anybody. Look who decided to show up again. <laughs> Sorry, hang on. I can't hear you. I don't know why. He is, Tom he's come having back in, problems. Tom, can't, um, he can't hear you. Right I don't know him? what happened to him. Hang on a second. <laughs> but this is awesome, by the way. Good content, Marlena. Good content. What we're gonna do is we're gonna give can you anybody a hear me? You sing a song. We could all hear you. Well, no, hear you. yeah, you can. Yes. Yeah, I just can't hear anybody else. I wonder if um, <laughs> let me pop in and pop out again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Jesus this, Christ! Somebody just said this is good radio. <laughs> is so Natty Tessie needs to know who is this lovely lady. Let me introduce her, Mar Marlena. Right? Is that the proper way to say it? I don't want to say it wrong. That's Mar perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Marlena Sheets. Let me let her tell you a little bit more about herself because I feel like everybody's here for you. They're not really here for me. They don't even know what I'm doing here, Marlena. Okay. Well, I am a 
singer songwriter and I've been in a band called Milo Green for about the past decade I I guess yeah and um, I recently started doing my own uh, putting out my own music in I think it was September of last year I released an EP and that's what I'm doing so, oh, hey rock. I am back I run a really crappy ship uh, <laughs> that's good. Fine. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Oh, I'll get all peace out, dude. Yeah. I have never fucking had that. Ha like, like every you were you were about to answer a question, and I feel like you're really you're really getting into it, and then it literally just everything fucking went dark. You and know what um, I think you're full of shit. <laughs> I agree. You know what? You're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> I think every time I think yes. you're, just, you're, you're just like I don't give a fuck I'm gonna just do this show and like half ass it okay yeah that's basically it you're right I'm running on it's all just uh monkeys and and that's that's basically it that's all I've yeah. got going on over here I like right. I this basically like 15 ring lights I like a run a ring lights warehouse over here <laughs> so you know yeah it's good but anyway I'm sorry you were answering his question I want to interrupt my own show <laughs> <Go> <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where to start. I think um, there's a million things I have aspirations for and want to do. Mm. There's a million things that I've done that I am so thankful for and grateful for. And I want to do them again. Um, I want to do them a little differently, though. And I want to do them uh, a little more carefree and less stressed. And I think a lot of the the past 10 years in the band, I've, I've, um, I've been pretty stressed the whole time. Um, just nervous about where things are going, what's, where's this career uh, leading to and certain milestones that you wanna reach and goals you have within a project like that and a project that has a lot of um, people creatively involved. And I wish I was just a, a wee bit more relaxed, I think. Um, and you finally got I, it. You're on Dystopia tonight. See, you made it. You <laughs> made it. We're just going to pull the plug any second again. Yeah, there's nothing more relaxing than having literally everyone you're talking to disappear. <laughs> One of my friends texted me and it was like, because I, I thought Tom was going to come in, honestly. And then I was, and then he was like juggling two things at the same time. And one of my friends like, uh, She's alone right now, just sitting in that chair. I was like, so I'm like, where's Tom? Tom's just like watching porn. <laughs> you got like, me. Oh, they're fine. They're fine. <laughs> I love it. She knows us so well. She's like, John, you're completely full of shit. Stop touching your hair. And Tom, please do not jerk off on the cat. Do not, do not Jeffrey Tubin the uh <laughs> the stature of this show. This is great. This is my favorite interview so far. Oh, great. Glad I could help. Yeah, look at me. My knee's up. I'm relaxed. This is fucking awesome. All right. What a <laughs> Ahoy, Captain. I'm there going go. to the Please, back just, again. Let's just fuck whatever now. Now it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Do you remember? This is how shitty of an interviewer I am now. I'm going to just expose everything. Do you remember the last question I asked you? If you no. want to go back to it, we just move on. Yeah, we can just move on. I, I don't like... I don't love talking about myself, so it's it's hard. Anytime a a personal qu like question about music specifically, I I don't know how to answer it. I just immediately am like, yeah. because I know I don't want it to be generic. I want it to be right. honest and real, but at, at the same time, it's like 
it's always stressful. I feel like I'm going to uh, either say the wrong thing or I will uh, stutter, stutter, like I just did. <laughs> or, you know, there's always, you. always something to be uh, nervous about. And I'm just in general a very, very nervous person with a lot of nervous energy. And I usually just say things I regret. So uh, um, you're, it's I, I 100% here. There's always like every time I'm either doing one of these or even doing show, even doing live shows, like just stand up in general, there's always like moments when I'm back at the hotel and I'm like, oh, fucking shouldn't have said that. I oh, probably shouldn't have said that either. Oh, I hope they didn't take that seriously. You know, like, yeah, it's, but that's, it's always, part of, that's part of the process for you. So totally. Yeah. You know, but interview, I mean, do, do you like that's that's a great because I love that you're just talking about now being stressed about interviews because they do kind of like normal interviews do suck because you always get people that do ask the generic stuff like when did you, you know, and you're like, you don't want to sound the same. But at the same time, too, you don't want to like, you know, I, I dude, I've contradicted myself in interviews so many times where they're like, how'd you get into comedy? What did you start doing it for? And I'm like, oh, I'll talk about this part. I'll talk about that part. And then they like don't link up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well I mean, I'm also just not that interesting. So I, I do like, I'm always just kind of like, mm, I don't know. I'm just a yeah. person. I don't know what to well, say. You're just doing your thing, man. You're doing what come naturally to you and, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, for sure. It's so, it's weird because I feel like that's the same. Like I don't generally go on the, like I've, I've been on radio shows where, um, not to brag, um, but I'm so I've done some radio. Um, but we're like the person's like, oh, the last guy we had here had some great stories about uh, you know getting arrested and some cocaine or whatever. And I'm like, I got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm very similar. Like somebody could literally be like, name a color, name any color, and I'll just be like, oh, oh, ooh, oh. <laughs> color. What what is color? What is color? I don't yeah. know. No, I mean, there's stuff. The backlog is in there of, of stories and crazy shit yeah. and on the road or like dreams, aspirations, things I want and, yeah. and like crazy experience. It's all it's all in there. But when it comes down to like, let's chat it out unless it comes through conversation and then all of a sudden it's something sparks. And I'm like, oh, that reminds me of this right. something. Otherwise, I'm just like blank. Yeah. Totally blank. No, I know I do the same thing and I wish I had like recall for that kind of shit because like I, I have no people who just have total recall for these stories and the shit they've done or whatever. Even when I'm with my friends, there's some stuff I don't even remember until one of them is like, hey, remember when we were all driving and we almost died when we were doing I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. But like if I'm in an interview and they're like, anything happened to you crazy? And I'm like, nah, I had some cereal that kind of backed up on me today. But, you know, <laughs> like that's, I'm like, other than that, everything's fine. I think it's, it's a, I think it's just a weird, um, it's like a fear you, you want to, because in those moments when you're giving interviews, you're on the radio station, whatever you are yeah. still performing. Like it's, it's yeah. not, it's not a real, it's like, it's not, it's like, it's not a hundred percent genuine because you're being broadcast. Like people are watching, you know what I mean? So yes. it's not like you're still performing. You're still on, like even in this instance right now, like there's a part of me that's still like, I'm performing, you know, right. it's like it, it will always be there. It's this nervous part that always wants to give a good show or give a good performance. Yeah. Do your best. Give you want to give the best answer, and so when somebody says, "Give me a crazy tour story," you're thinking, oh, "This has got to be good." And yes. then you're like, it, "It's got to be so good that you're putting 
so much pressure on it that then you come up with nothing. And that's right. me in a nutshell. I just come up with nothing. Yeah. No, every, whenever it's flowing and it's fluid and stuff like that, I always wind up having like a, like it, it'll just come out naturally. But when you're put on the spot like that, it's just fucking awful. Totally. Mm-hmm. And I envy people that have shit in their back pocket where they're like, or they could tell the same thing over. And I can't tell the same thing, like the same kind of story over and over again with enough enthusiasm. Like jokes are different and telling your act the same time. That's fine. It's probably the same thing with music, but like, when it's like something like that's supposed to be about your life, I'm like, I got nothing for you. <laughs> well, I don't, what I don't understand is like the radio hosts of morning shows. I don't understand how they have so much fucking energy. But yeah. like, they'll roll up in there and it's like, you know, six, seven in the morning. Yeah. And- uh, like, um, I got to sing. I got to play something. And I'm just tired from the show oh. the night before. And they're just like, hey, how's it going? Blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, fuck <laughs> off right now. Yeah. Fuck like, off. Um, it's fucking... I don't know how they do it. It's, it's crazy. But I, I wish I had that kind of energy. I, Somebody I wants to know if you'd get along with your clone. If you had a clone, would you like, would you, would you be cool with yourself or would you be like, fuck, fuck this girl? <laughs> oh, it would be very uppy downy. I think some, I think some moments I would be like, you're a fucking bitch. And then other moments I'd be like, you know, you're trying, you're doing the best you can. Like, it's all good, girl. You know? Oh, yeah. And so I feel like, that's how I treat myself anyway. Oh, that's, wow. That's, man, you were like the pick. You're, you're getting, see, that's, that's good too. Cause we talk about mental health and stuff a lot on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, I've dealt with it. I know I've, I've read some stuff where you, you've had some, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I totally, I, I was like, I felt even more connected to you then. Cause like I said, like, I've, I've followed your band. I like your music and stuff. And then, like, as soon as I, I read something like that about somebody, I'm just like, oh, simpatico. Like, this is like, mm-hmm. now we're getting down to my level of, of anxiety and, uh, and worry and depression and shit. Um, and is that that's where this last album came out of too, right? Yeah, definitely. And it feels like um, everybody is in the same position yes. and everybody is going through the same thing, which really makes me consider just like what the fuck is going on culturally here? You know what I mean? Like why why is everybody in this country on medication? Like yep. why are we all stressed the fuck out? Why do we all need a therapist and, and and like why can't like what is happening like are is it like the standards are too right. high or there there's too many options it, for us like it just we we don't know what to choose like I, it's just something uh greater is happening and yeah. and it's it's weird it, it trips me out you know there's so many layers to it because our our generation in general was just is just so so fucked for so many reasons like no access to healthcare, not able to like sustain, you know, uh, a decent living if you're not doing like it, like if you're in the, if you're in the arts, it's like nearly next to impossible. And it's lucky even if you have. Well, like, that's because our fucking parents were like, you can do anything. Like, fuck <laughs> you. no, I wish yeah. you would have said, get, get your ass in school and you fucking, you're doing this job. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I know. Like, it's, you know, I, I would have probably resented them for that anyway. Yeah, we would have. Absolutely. I mean, look at, look at all the eighties movies and shit that we grew up on too. It's always every, every eighties movie has a dad that works too much. And why aren't you spending time at home? And then, you know, at the end of that movie, he like, Tells his boss off, quits his job, <laughs> stays at home with his family, and then they never tell you if they worked out okay. Like if they're living on the streets and because it doesn't. Yeah, 
Exactly. I had a math teacher when I was in high school who fucking hated the show Friends. Like we all loved it because we were all growing up on it. Hated the show Friends because she was, uh, when I think about it now too, she was young and uh, she was just starting out teaching. So it's probably her first couple of years teaching. But she was like, let me tell you right now, if you think you're getting a, a fucking giant apartment in Manhattan with all your friends and you're hanging out drinking coffee. Because I guess she was like in, now that I think about it, she was in shit tons of debt teaching kids who didn't give a fuck about algebra two, uh, you know, and struggling through life. And we were all like, we're not going to be like you, like, that's ridiculous. We're going to do all this stuff. And we, we, you know, we're fucked. <laughs> we're on every pill. I have so much beef about school. In yeah, general. me too. Oh, like, oh, did you go, where did you, did you wind up going to uh, college or did you not? I, I did. I yeah. jumped around. I jumped mm -hmm. around and um, I did my first year of college at like a proper four year and I hated it. Yep. And then I left and I went to um, a music production, music recording school. Nice. And I loved it. And I was like, oh, I found my people. And then yeah. I was just like a, a program that, that was like a couple months and I, and I loved it and I learned so much. And that was in Ohio. And I you did were the that. girl in the B movie, in the B video, the music, uh, um, no rain. You were the B girl. You found your people. You ever see that video? The, um, oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay, good. I was like, holy shit. Blind, am I... blind melon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, am I the only one? <laughs> By the way, great, great documentary that came out last year. Really? Oh no, I never saw that. Epic. You have to rent it. Um, okay. I mean, not have to, like you should, because yeah, yeah, I will. And, and we support, we're patrons. Absolutely. Right? So, but incredible doc, highly I recommend. You automatically assumed I would steal something. No. <laughs> You're like, you well, should no, probably yeah. rent it. That's another yeah, of thing. Course. I don't think everything should be for free. You know, that's, <laughs> that's, maybe that's why we're so depressed. Cause we're just like, everything's not for free. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I just steal food now. That's what I do. Uh, not really, but uh, um, <laughs> that'd be great. I wish I could. I wish I had the balls to do it. There's always a first for Did, Have you, have you, uh, that's a good question. Have you ever stolen anything? I've oh, stolen yeah. shit from the Target. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. No, I've, I, I used to be a little klepto. I mean, those early college years. So um, yeah. I, I was very, very poor, like every college student is. Mm -hmm. But uh, my, my first year that I did, I went to UC Irvine. And I didn't have enough money to stay in the dorms. I had enough money through scholarships to mm -hmm. stay for one year. And so my plan was, okay, I'm going to go for the year, see how I feel about it. And, um, and then decide if I want to stay, then I can look into the loan situation, which I didn't really want to do, but yeah. um, I, I, I had worked really hard in high school and I, and I thought I really want to give this the biggest shot I can at like a normal college whatever that means um you know your movie version of what college looks like mm -hmm. so i tried to do that and I, I couldn't stay in the dorms i um i rented a room in somebody's house like a family um oh. they had a room open i rented a room there and then i was a server at mimi's cafe mm -hmm. i worked all the time and I, um, I couldn't afford a parking pass at the university. So I yeah. took the bus and, um, I did everything as cheaply as possible. Like at one point I, um, I think I had to, they were forcing everybody to get some kind of 
shot or or uh, immunization, I, I think. And wow, for what? I, I can't remember, but it was something specific every student had to have. And I went wow. into the health department um, at the school and they gave it to me. And then they're like, here's your bill. It's $250. And I started crying because I was, like, I was like, I was like, what do you mean? You're forcing me to get this. And I yeah. have this is more than my books. And it was just a fucking nightmare. I just That's I, wild. Yeah. The whole thing, the whole experience um, with that was rough. But so anyhow, when I worked at Mimi's cafe, I used to steal food all the time and um, I was a very good employee. And so the managers were very chill and they're like, look, we love you, but like, you've got to chill. Uh, like you've got to stop taking the bananas and the toilet paper. And <laughs> like, I was really, I was really going for it. So, and then another thing was I had a, I had a pass to Disneyland. So it's like, mm. yeah, I'm so broke, but I was like, if I am going, I'm working so hard. Like I, I worked all the time. I was like, I'm mm. going to get a fucking Disney pass if it's the last thing I do. So what I would do was I would go to uh, Disneyland like after a shift or something. Mm. And um, I would park in the downtown Disney area. I would go into Disneyland proper, go into mm -hmm. the bathrooms, take toilet paper from their bathrooms, put it in wow. a bag, walk out, go back to downtown Disney, tell the uh, movie theater person that was working there that I just saw a movie, but I forgot to get validated. They would validate my ticket and then I'd have free parking and then I'd have free toilet paper and I was like, good to go. Mm. So I all kinds of weird tricks. I've definitely stolen some things from Target in the past, like very, mm -hmm. very low level. Oh, like, same. Crazy. Not yeah. crazy. Just like, I need new hairbands. And yep. that's ridiculous uh, to pay for that, you know? Yeah, oh, um, dude, I convinced myself of so much shit that was ridiculous. To like, especially if it was expensive. My thing was, too, is like, if you pissed me off, I felt totally justified with taking something from your... <laughs> From your store, especially when I was living in like LA, like I, when I moved to LA, I had fucking no, nothing, no money. I lived yeah. in a few different places. I lived in Studio City, which was a, an expensive mistake, um, and uh, Universal City, and then finally, you know, all over the place. Um, I stayed in San Clemente, which was couldn't have been farther away from where I needed to be, but I had mm -hmm. like cousins live out there, there. But I, um, yeah, I would take stuff from from Target like all the time because they, I think they would charge some ridiculous amount if you were buying plastic, you know whatever it was. And I'm like, for every fucking nickel, I'm taking a, a case of, you know, leave like a case of water under the cart or, um, and I would also tell myself like, just in case there was ever like a zombie apocalypse, I need to test and see. I walked out wearing a hoodie because can I tell you how I did this? This is the story. Yeah. I don't think anybody knows this by the way. So I walk, so I, there was a hoodie that I wanted. I, I still have it. It's a star Wars hoodie. Cause I'm a fucking nerd. So I grabbed, I grabbed this hoodie. I put it on and then to try it on like before I got into the dressing room. Cause I was just like, Oh, whatever. Then I saw this jacket I thought I'd want. So I put the jacket on and I'm like trying it on or whatever. And uh, the people who work there were all around. So they came on, they were like, Oh, that jacket looks good on you. Like they were trying to sell it or whatever. So I was like, Oh, okay. And they were like, yeah, yeah. They were like, Oh, that looks great. Ba -ba -ba, yada, yada. And I noticed the, when I put the sweatshirt on the tag for it, had gone up the sleeve. So I'm like talking, I'm talking, I'm like, yeah, I might get the jacket, but it, uh, you know, I've got the jacket on or whatever. And I'm like, no one knows this isn't my hoodie. And I was like, let's see what fucking happened. I was like, I didn't care at that point because I was so miserable when I, I was like wildly depressed too when I was living out in Cali too. But uh, I was like, I'm going to see what happens. Whatever fucking happens, happens. And I just walked to the front and then told them I didn't want the jacket. Like I changed my mind, you know, 
made all this conversation. By the way, there's always a plan. There's always yes. an explanation in your mind, you know, and mine is always the same thing. Oh my God, I had no, oh my God, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Oh my God, I know, I didn't yes. know I it. And, we, and the thing is too, is that we're arrogant. We know we can get away with it. I could totally do that shit. Be like, oh, oh God, I can't even believe it. You wouldn't even believe it. We said- Right. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. Oh man. Absolutely. No one's gonna. No. Ever look at these faces. No one's gonna question us. I got glasses. You're. You know. They're not gonna. They're not gonna fucking question us. But that was. That was always my favorite thing. I ran out with a. <laughs> I went out with a. Um. I've done stuff where like I. I was running late to my parents' house. We were going. Uh. Like my. I don't know. My stepdad was making dinner. All this stuff was going on. And I was like, I'm gonna bring a pie. So I ran to the grocery store to get a pie. And I'm at. Like for whatever reason, there was like three, only three cash registers open with people and the lines were like backed up. And then every self-checkout, but one was busted. So I go up to the one that's open. I scan the pie. There's a error on the screen. Please wait for whatever. So I like turn around and there's like five employees that are working there on that, um, like the manager little kiosk section or whatever. And I was like, hey, like, you know, this thing's beeping, like, you know, I'm running late or whatever. I'm always running late. Um, but I was like, you know, whatever. And they're like, uh, yeah, we'll be there in a minute. And I was like, oh, okay. And I just grabbed the pie and like, and I just walked out. No one fucking stopped me. Like I if think, you just. I think when there are errors, like in, in tech, technical issues going mm -hmm. up or like that, or they're just totally over or crowded or whatever. I think they anticipate that. I think at that point, the, the employees, the manager of the, the store, whatever, is just like, and now everybody will steal things. And, and, <laughs> and that's it. It's like, we'll just write it in to the books. Yeah. You know? um, but totally. It, I, that's, yeah. I would have, have done the same too. You're just like, uh, so wait in the line for four hours or just steal this pie? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm taking the fucking steal the pie. In my mind, I'm like, listen, I tried to fucking pay for it. You didn't want yeah. it. I, yeah. I was here. I, I yeah. scanned it. You didn't fucking want the money. Yeah. Uh, have you ever stolen anything from an airport? Um, hmm. I've risked flights. I think I would be too nervous because you're stuck there. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, there's no quick escape plan. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like, because you still need to get on the flight unless you yeah. wait until, like, right when you're there, you know? I don't know this again. This was like, I was flying back to LA. I'd come home for a little bit and, uh, I did it twice. I did it. Um, I, and this is, again, this is another situation where like, I wanted to pay money for a thing and they were like, fuck you. And I was like, Oh, okay. So yeah. I went, um, I was like walking down and I'm already like, you know, miserable as it is. It's like the 3am flight. There's nobody in there. And uh, I see a bag of uh, one of the kiosk has peanut butter M&Ms and I'm just a piece of shit. So I'm like a sucker. All right. Thank you. Those are, love like, that shit. those are like my faves. Dude, me too. I could eat a whole, the family bags of, I like, I will make myself sick eating that shit. They're just so good. My roommate, my ex roommate used to make fun of me all the time. He was like one of my best friends, but I would bring home every bizarre. He's like, can you just buy a bag of regular m and I'm like, no, we're trying. Nobody buys regular M&Ms. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobody does. It's Thank you. Only peanut M and M, like yeah, no getting regular M and M. Sorry, exactly. I know <laughs> the Larry David Justice. So like, so I the Larry it is the Larry David Justice. So I like I walk by, I grab the small bag, and I pay for it. And then as I'm leaving, I see there's a whole other section with bigger bags of peanut butter M and Ms, and I'm like, five hour flight, I need the bigger bag. So I walk back uh, to the line, and there's like maybe two people behind me, 
And uh, I'm like, hey, can I, uh, you know, I just saw that you guys have a bigger bag. I just want to like, can I swap this out? I don't know why I didn't just want to like get both that, but I was like, yeah, just swap it out or whatever. And uh, she'd asked me if I wanted my receipt and I was like, no. And she literally just threw it in the trash can that's right in front of her and it was empty. So uh, she's like, do you have your receipt? And I'm like, oh, it's in the trash. And she was like, can't help you. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, you know, like, well, I'm like, really? And I was like, okay. So I like went by, grabbed the peanut butter M&M, the big bag, and then hung the little bag where the bigger ones were. And then just like walked away. But then simultaneously realized that my gate was this way. Mm. <laughs> so, so I walked in that direction. And then when I had to walk back, I just grabbed my giant bag and like held it over my face. <laughs> Like hoping nobody would notice this idiot. Like I just figured they would think I was Italian. And I was like trying to show off with like a bag of. Well, that's the best part is nobody fucking cares. Yeah, nobody, no, nobody cared. Yeah, no, but nobody in cared. Your head, in your head, you're you're freaking out. You know? Oh yeah, totally. I thought I thought people were gonna see. I thought she was gonna have, but and I, I don't know why it didn't bother me. I was like, I still had like a little bit of time to wait, and I stole the most expensive thing I stole at an airport was uh one of those neck pillows. I was exhausted. <laughs> Yeah, no you, you can get not? like any travel gas station though. I know, I know, but it was like uh, you totally can, and I was like exhausted. And here's the greatest thing too is I nothing stops me from eating ever. I'm always hungry, so like yeah. there's a there's like a um there must have been like some kind of cafe bagel thing I wanted and a cup of coffee. I wanted that, and then next to it was this kiosk that had a uh like a whole thing of like those revolving like pillows and like all other crap. So I'm like, I'm gonna buy myself a neck pillow. I'm like, I'm exhausted. I never feel comfortable on planes. You know, I can barely ever sleep on a plane because I'm always like, I yeah. feel like if I shut my eyes, the pilot's gonna shut his, like it gives him carte blanche. And I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. So, um, and I always have to have the window seat even though I close it, I'm fucking weirdo. So, um, so anyway, so I'm like, I'm gonna buy it. It was like 75 fucking dollars. And I was just in rage. I didn't have any money at the time either, but I was it enraged. Been, it must've been a Tempur-Pedic or something. I still have it. It's in the trunk of my car. Uh, <laughs> but, um. <laughs> Yeah, right. it was yeah. worth it. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so I like so I grab it, and my bag is there, and I was like, nobody's fucking paying. No one ever pays attention to me unless I want them to. So I'm like, whatever. So I shove it in the bag, and I'm trying to look busy. And then I was still hungry enough where I really wanted what this cafe had, so I just got in line and waited right next to the store. And I was like, I'm just, I'm like, maybe I'm invisible. Maybe I'm not real. Maybe nobody notices. So I got away with it. Totally. And I I've hung my klepto hat up and retired for the time being. And I have two. I have two. Like it, the crazy thing is, I I really can't even fathom doing that. At, yeah. Point, it, it's like it's so stressful. It is so not worth it to me. Um, I I just can't. I don't even like to. I, I will let it slide, even if a cashier double charges me for something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, it's fine. It's fine. I owe you guys. You know, um, <laughs> it, it's so I owe you guys. That's so great. You're like, I'm sure at some point. I like, mean, I, also, used to, I used to like, I used to live across the street from a grocery store and I would buy a big baguette, like a French bread, um, mm -hmm. the day old, because it was very cheap. Uh, you know, it was like a dollar, right. the big one. And then I would get like a couple avocados and then I would go to the deli and I would steal their little packets of cream cheese. <laughs> you know? So great. Yes, absolutely. Was, like I'd get two bucks for a little cream cheese. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I would just like take a couple and be like sweating bullets, like walking out yep. the thinking an alarm is going to go off. Yeah. 
cream cheese packet. I'm like, they've got it. It's yeah. got a magnet, you know? Oh my God. Oh man. I don't miss it. I don't miss it at no, all. No, I know. It is it. There's something emboldening about it. Like where you're just like, like it feels like it, it like it, so I oh it's so weird too the things you justify. I was parked it, I parked at this uh do you have you ever been to Jersey before? Oh yeah. Okay, cool. So you know the Wawa's like that's our like staple gas station like convenience store area. My dad is from Egg Harbor Township. No way. Holy shit. I uh I'm by LBI. Okay, wow. Yeah, cool. that's awesome. Oh cool. I'll say hi to your dad. Uh wow. you're like, please leave my family alone. Um <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yeah. So you're talking to my daughter? Yeah. <laughs> he just comes to my house, like banging on the door, like, what did you get her to admit? <laughs> um <laughs> so like I so yeah, I, I I park and get gas and I'm running late because my friends and I are all going to the shore because we're shore trash. So we're like gonna go bar hopping and all that crap. And I'm like, uh, but I wanted food. Again, it's always food with me. I don't know what it is. So I like tell the guy pumping the gas. I'm like, hey, look, I'm gonna, can I run into the store real quick? Do you mind? Like whatever. He's like, no, no problem. And gas is like 20 something bucks or whatever. So I run into the store and uh, I grab one of those pre-made sandwiches things. And uh, the line, I'm not kidding you. The line was like wrapped around the fucking thing. And I'm always running late. Yeah. So I'm in line. And the guy gets done pumping the gas and I'm already run late. I got to pick up my girlfriend at the time or like her friends or whatever. It's my fault that I'm late anyway, but like in my head, it's not. So, so I'm like, uh, you know what? They should have more than one person at the register. This is fucking horseshit. I don't understand why there's nobody working here. And I just got out of the line, walked out the door with the sandwich, went directly to my car, paid the guy for the gas and peaced out. And there were cop, like I saw cop cars that were like already parked there in the thing or whatever. I was like, they're for sure gonna follow me. Nobody, nothing. But it's like, if that isn't entitlement, like I don't yeah. know. Oh, it is. Walk in and be like, you know, I'm just gonna take this now yeah. and, and then leave and be like, a line, what is waiting? I don't think so, <laughs> you know? It's yeah, so it's, it totally is. It's a beautiful, I cut like, I mean, even if I am, like, are you one of those people who can like finagle their way, like out of the head of a lot? Like there, there was a whole article I read about this um, where some psychologist was actually talking about it in a positive way, by the way. Otherwise, why read the article? Mm -hmm. Um, but they were talking about like, like there's types of people that will see a line for a thing and immediately wait on that line. You know what I mean? Like no matter what it is, whatever the deal is. And um, then there's other people like missing out on something. What do you say? Because they feel like they're missing out on something. Yeah. They yes. Mm -hmm. I'm the wait on that. I'm like me too. No, 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 no. I'm so the only time I will ever wait in a line is at Disneyland, and that is when I am in a fast pass line. Yes, you know, yeah, I, no, no, I'm yeah, not a line. I'm the same way, yeah. or I'll go like right to like they were giving out free, like the, the example was like they were giving out free stuff or whatever it is. And there's like there's the other people that'll just go to the directly to the front and go, hey, and be personal about it, be like, can I grab one of these? And somebody will just go, yeah, absolutely, take it, and then everybody and then walk by everybody else that's in that line because it's like, I don't really need it, but if I can get it the other way, mm -hmm. you know, why not? And that's kind mm -hmm. of how I remember, like I've got, like when I was in LA, I used to get into movies for free all the time and I would find a way in through the back. And then uh, I went to the, like, what, what's the, what's the movie theater that's like really expensive to go to. That's like, Arclight? yeah, thank you. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. so found a way into the arc light, went mm -hmm. around a different way sat in a seat which you know you have to order online and everything right yeah. so mm -hmm. i sit in this seat it's like the premiere of this one movie and uh it was 
uh, what, if the company wanted employees who cared enough to stop you, they yeah, they pay a little exact. Good point. I love more justification for this. Uh, would you fake a handicap? No, I don't think I would do that. I no, I can't. No, I can't do that kind of shit. I can I can sabotage myself, but I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna pretend I've got anything else. I'm I'm an asshole enough as it is for doing this stuff. <laughs> like I'm not gonna not gonna make it worse. What we need to talk about though is the more assholeish thing is your proclivity for being late. Like, what is that? Can we talk about that? Because sure. I have a very serious issue with people that are late. I don't understand it. I will uh -huh. never get it. It makes zero sense to me. And also when you show up late to me, I immediately am like, you obviously don't care. Like this is the most disrespectful thing ever. And if I'm meeting you for the first time, especially, and you're mm. late, it's like, Okay, you're immediately on the shit list. Or if like, I have a lot of friends who are uh, repeaters, mm -hmm. offenders, if you will. Um, mm -hmm. And and I just have to like, show. I personally will have to just show up later or yeah. I tell them an earlier time is what mm -hmm. I do mostly because I know they will be late and I don't fuck with that shit. Right. So if, so look, so here's, here's my- young. What's I, your deal? I, I I love that we're working this out right now because I'm feeling like everybody that is watching that knows me is like fuck yes, get yeah. him to answer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so I have like certain okay, I don't like so like you just said that like personally offends you. If I'm with somebody, if if I'm with people who I know will let me get away with it, then it's like I don't know what I'll be late. But if it was like let's say you and I were hanging out and I was like I knew it upset you, mm -hmm. I would make. A, a strong personal effort to make sure oh, I was there. Okay, so that's like being mean to your mom because you're like, she's always gonna love me. <laughs> so I'm and being mean to her. Yes, that's fucked up. It I is. Do that, I do that, and I need to stop doing that. But yeah. also, that's fucked. I, I I have I use my crutches to get. So like that's that. <laughs> that's like another thing too. Like I I I do want to be on. I don't know what it is. I've tried to think about it. I assume John is late and take advantage of that by all by the fact that also being late when I feel like it. Exactly. Like he's I I know him well. We he's one of my roommate that I was talking about. Uh, we're best friends. Like he knows me well enough. We just have a we almost like wind up doing things on time because we're both easygoing with being late. I have mm -hmm. friends who do not tolerate it and they will do what you just said and tell me to be somewhere at, at an earlier time which i'm almost grateful for like i literally don't care if people if we're all on mushrooms or acid and we're <laughs> having a good time and life is incredible and we're all connected and it's like mm -hmm. you said you were gonna show up at two <laughs> that's so i love that it means that much to you like i feel like i would like that's, I, don't, I don't understand how it happens. That's the thing. I'll tell you how it happens is I have I, no concept of time. Like we've been living for so many years. You should know exactly how long it takes you to take a shower. You should know exactly how long it takes you to eat a breakfast. Like do the math, figure it out. Be wow. a big boy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I totally, I get it. I'm like 100% with you on it. I wish I knew. I wish I was better at it because the, the amount of anxiety I cause myself and speeding, exactly. spe being pulled over, like, I, like, it's not worth it. But for some reason to me, I, I don't know. I'm, when, when I'm on time, it stuns people. Or when I'm like, well, you know what the thing is? I'm never late for a gig. Mm -hmm. I'm, I will leave in, and I used to get to gigs early to the point where I'd have to sleep in the green room and there'd be people like, you know, like the staff vacuuming, like, mm -hmm. why is he here? Because I just never wanted to be late for that. 
But that's other- even worse because that means that you show up for things that you care about and that I, everything yeah. else you don't care about. And that's the fucked up part. Yeah, I do care. I I I think I, I do care. <laughs> maybe I I think maybe I just don't. Yeah, you're probably right. I maybe I, I feel like I care because it it like I, I get anxious about it, but I don't. I think I just think I have no concept of time. I think I have more time than I actually do, and then I'm like, fuck, I don't. Like I got to do like like Classic I will use back- phrase from every late person. <laughs> I just, what is time? I have no concept of it. What do you think taught how to tell time when we were children? It's ingrained in our brains. I that's don't true. know what you're saying. Somebody said you're just describing ADHD. Yeah, I do. I, I think, well, I do. I do think we, yeah, we've talked about that before. I do think I have, I won't, uh, we tell my Argentina godparents that shit starts two hours earlier than it does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do have the ADHD thing where I'm like, I'm constantly trying to do other things and fit other stuff in. I can, I don't know why I'm not just satisfied with having somewhere to go or something to do, but like, I will always get slightly distracted. Like I'll, I'll like literally like, I would tell my roommate all the time too, where I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm just going to go get in the shower. And then all of a sudden like phones going on, I'm texting something, doing something else. And I like try to map out, I don't know, like I, I try to map out everything other than time for traffic and time for what I need to do beforehand. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck, I got to leave like right fucking now. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, why don't you leave yourself enough time? And I'm like, cause I can fit all, I try to fit a lot in right before doing something, either whether mm-hmm. it's working out, exercising, r- like talking to somebody, writing, fitting it all in. It's I'm getting better at it. I think as I've gotten older or maybe I'm just winding down or dying. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> We're, all We're all slowly dying. Dude, I know. Tell me about it. I, 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 read, uh, I read one interview with you where you were saying that you're always thinking about death. And I found that oh, so comforting because so am I. Oh, like, yeah. To a, a, like a scary amount. Yeah. Time. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about death and dying, uh, people around me dying, how people die. Yes. I, I will always turn anything into a some kind of creepy like morbid bullshit you know like even just being next to somebody and being like i can hear your heartbeat and like wouldn't it be crazy if it just like stopped all of a sudden or like isn't it crazy how our heart just like keeps it just keeps doing it we like we don't have to plug ourselves into a wall and recharge yeah we are literally just like wireless all the time until our heart is like I've had enough. Yes, and, and you have no control. It's fucking crazy, dude. I don't understand how every person in the entire world isn't thinking of death all the time. Same. The only thing I can think of is that there's a chemical balance in our brain. It's like a sedative, essentially, that that makes us uh, accept this reality that we're in. And, and it tells mm. us, like, be cool, have goals, have some fun, learn some things. Like yeah. that's what it is, right? But my maybe my brain is like doesn't have as much of that. And so I wake up and I go to sleep and I think all day long. I'm literally thinking like I'm in this Thanks. vessel, this yeah. thing. Like I have fingers. This is freaking me out. Yes. It terrifies me all the time. I cannot sleep sometimes when I'm just like on the verge of trying to go to sleep. And I'm mm-hmm. sitting there thinking like. I can feel my heart. I can feel my breaths. I'm so yeah. 
super focused on everything that's going on and it is so paralyzing sometimes i will spiral sometimes into a full-blown panic attack because i'm yeah. like i don't like this yeah why, like, why why do i why do i have a nose why do i have eyes why do i put stuff on my face every day yeah. why do i why do we kiss why do we have sex why do we do this it's so weird like yeah animals and we're here for this just like what seems like such a small amount of time because it is but at the same time like could it be so much longer and we're just yeah. so ignorant to how to manipulate the thing i mean we're doing it in some ways we, we are manipulating yeah. things but but we can be so much better we could live so much longer the whole thing i'm so i don't know i could literally talk about death i Let's do it because that's, I, I feel like I, I have to have some kind of, for, first of all, for the last like three weeks, I've been taking Benadryl to sleep at night for better or worse. And it's been, <laughs> yeah, I know it's not a good thing to keep, but I uh, like, like I, it's actually, I don't think it's doing me any justice because I, I literally takes me, I feel like I'm in a coma when I wake up because I, yeah. I've, I've fucked up dreams because of it, because mm -hmm. it's like this weird induced kind of state that I'm in anyway. So the dreams I have are not good. So no. I'm like, I'm, I'm definitely falling asleep when I kind of want to, but like, I'm like anxiety ridden regardless of the fact. And then trying to wake up in the morning is like fucking brutal. Cause I'm always in this fog and it okay. takes me even longer to do it. You wake up and you're delirious. Benadryl is really, really tough for that. I, mm -hmm. I Benadryl as a sleeping aid is kind mm -hmm. of a last resort. Ooh. Because it's like, it's not even great. I mean, even melatonin in the United States is not regulated. So right. it's not ideal. Like even the amount that you get at the, you know, Rite Aid or whatever is way too fucking much that we yeah. should And it's all about your kind of wind down routine and getting your body to understand what's going on. So if you're mm -hmm. not, if you're not doing that, I mean, if you're, if you are keeping bright lights up, super late if you're you know watching tv <laughs> you know without your without i got my blue light lighters over here and i, oh. wear, I wear these when i watch tv at night i i mean it's like very, good. your whole routine i mean once the stunt sun starts going down mm -hmm. the lights in your home need to start dimming as well um yeah because it 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 produces these chemicals in your body that start to tell your brain hey we're getting close to this to sleeping now and when you don't uh when you don't cue your body to produce those chemicals you start fucking with it and then it's impossible to fall asleep so like right. it's, there's there's very simple methods that you can go about you know um to to help the process but when your mind is racing it seems almost impossible and then yeah supplement with a drug and you have wild ass dreams because of it man it takes you on a crazy ride it I does mean, i didn't take shit last night to go sleep i don't usually i fall asleep just fine on my own but man That's i had awesome. some crazy motherfucking dreams like <laughs> my, my teeth always fall out my teeth are yes! always falling out dude yeah I'm always like what, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then they're all right here and i'm always carrying them and i'm always yes. trying to get somebody to me to a dentist mm -hmm. like i know a dentist like they're all four yeah. <laughs> them with my tongue and i'm like oh no another one's coming out another one's coming out this is this happens 
so much. And this was, it's just so funny because last night I was definitely, I had such a nightmare last night. It was so bad, but they're kind of rare. I would say like yeah. maybe every few weeks or so, but man. I I, I see. I feel like they're definitely happening more and more now. It's probably also, yeah, like the Benadryl is definitely a thing. I had a, I had a dream that my uh, pinky, but on both hands, was disappearing, like shrinking. And then when I went to find out why, a do, like a doctor, I don't know what the fuck this doctor was in my dream, literally was like, oh yeah, no, we don't need them anymore. So they're going away. And I was like, why is it only happening to me? And then like, he didn't say anything. And I was like, is it only happening to me? Am I the only person in this room right now? And he just stood there and then walked out of the room. And then I realized there was no door in the room that I, like I was losing my fucking mind in this dream. Wait, that was the dream? That was one of the, yeah, that was the dream I had. Because that made so much sense to me. I was like, the baby <laughs> is the smallest finger. And of course, it's disappearing. It's getting smaller. <laughs> that makes perfect sense to me. Right? Evolution. Like, exactly. Evolution. It will yeah. be less soon, you know? I must um, have read or I don't know what it was, but I was like, why do we, I must've been like, it's probably like one of those last thoughts I had where I was like, why do we even need the same thing you were saying where you're like, why do we have fingers? And I was like, why do we even need these? Like, it's so dumb. Like I could do everything. Yeah. It was the weirdest fucking shit. And I can't do like, I I'm stunned that like, it's been this long during the pandemic and in quarantine where I still cannot get out of my like uh stand up life, like, like something. Cause I always used to be like my excuse all the time was like, well, I'm on the road. And then like, I'm coming out of clubs late and like two o'clock in the morning. So like, that was just my mindset anyway, but I obviously haven't been to any fucking clubs in like over a year. And I'm still three o'clock in the morning, no sleep, you know, uh, still up still, and wondering why no one else is awake. <laughs> do you, okay. let me ask you this. Do you get tired at a certain point? Yeah. When, when do you get tired? Um, I'd say like 1030, like around then I would start to get tired. Okay. That's pretty, that's pretty average. I would say, because sometimes, I mean, everybody has different circadian rhythms, right? Mm. So some people naturally are supposed to be night owls. You know how some people are just up really yeah. late. And that goes back to, you know, when we were all living in villages together and we're hunters and gatherers and we're worried about prey. Some people had to stay awake to watch over all the sleeping people in the village to make sure oh. no predators came and got you, you know? I like that job. Yeah. So, so for some people, it's actually like inherently built in them. That's why there are night owls or early risers because mm. it comes from like your shift essentially from having to protect your tribe, which I think that I love that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking awesome. I just feel so much cooler now that I'm like up late. Like, yeah, I'm watching over my friends. You yeah. <laughs> don't. No, that's cool. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Because that's what, like, I am, like, I'll, like, kind of dip. Like, I have certain points of the day where where my energy kind of, like, wanes or whatever. And, like, I'm usually, like, I've gone to doctors before for stuff. Not to brag, I have health insurance sometimes. Uh, <laughs> like, it's a weird way to start that sentence. I've gone to doctors a few times in my life. Just a heads up. Yeah. It's like a flex. Um, but, like, but I've gone and, like, they've, like, I've had doctors ask me, like, are you always like at operating at this level and i'm like what level and they're like you seem like really hot and i'm like oh yeah no i idle at like 75 and then it only goes either up from there but like it does like it like wanes or whatever uh i was hit by a drunk driver on christmas some years ago i was dead twice but survived my brother died instantly and his head was detached if nothing it's nothing to fear it just happens exactly. all right that yeah that was from uh, a club owner from uh, new york who used to run stand-up new york yeah i know him 
that must have been real. That's crazy, dude. I had no idea. That's fucking insane. Yeah. It is the de like that's that's just it though. It's like I my stepdad passed away a couple years ago and he, you know, he he died in his home or whatever and um uh, he had cancer and stuff and I was on the road at the time, I was trying to make it back, but it, the entire time like obviously it was gut-wrenching and it's a horrible experience and all that, but like I was just thinking like of the stuff we wind up accumulating afterward and what because we it took so long to go through you know who wants certain things and you know what like getting rid of stuff was hard too because you just you know now it's like the only thing you have like can, like you want to it's it's still weird for me to even talk about like you want to keep some stuff and then like and then i just kind of thought about the stuff that i'd accumulated over time where don't, i'm like you don't, want it. you don't need it you don't yeah need it. i'm you like don't. and like at some point before i like i i I hope like in advance, if I know I can just start getting rid of like, cause it, it's too much. You're just like, there's a, there's like an entire garage full of shit. Oh man. And it's, I mean, and it's wild. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I'm sure you said you've done your research, so I'm sure you're aware that both my brother and sister passed yes, away. And I'm so, yeah. so I've done, I've done the process both mm. times and it, it's really fucking crazy. And one of the things though you do learn is like, you don't need any of the shit. Yeah. You don't need any of this shit. Also, they don't care. They don't right. care if you ha you kept it. They don't care. I what know. Think. Like I had my brother's drum kit for years, mm -hmm. and I just kept. I kept it. I live in an apartment. I have no place to to put it. Right. You know. Um. And I was like, you know what? It's I gotta sell this thing. I you know. I yeah. Just, times are tough. I gotta you know put it up. Whatever. I didn't feel bad about it because you know what? He would have been like, fucking sell it. Yes. You pay your rent. Get it the fuck out. You know. Yeah. And I didn't feel bad about it at all. I was just like, that's what needed to happen, and he would have yeah. been like, "What you gotta do?" You know. Yeah. We we donated so many things, tools, clothes, and stuff, and then, and another thing too that drives me crazy about it is like, I don't know how you are with like, um, you know, the funeral process and like all that other stuff. I'm Catholic, so we have to have like, I mean, I'm Catholic in the same sense that like I'm stealing a Richard Jenny joke, but if you you know, uh, you know, if it fucking, you know, you park your car in the garage or a car, you know what I mean? Like it's in the same sense where I'm like, I'm not, but um, like, yeah. Um, but you know, we do that whole process, but like we went, my, my friend, um, OD'd, uh, about a year ago, mm -hmm. like, like in January, it was a year ago. And then, but like, we were, you know, I went to the funeral and, and it was horrible. I've known her since we were, we were 12, we were really close and, um, it was terrible. But then the family had asked me to, help with the casket you know do the, be a pallbearer and then come to the church not my favorite thing you know and i'm not sure it's anybody's really but like i was sitting in the front row in the pew and i was getting so angry because none of what they were speaking about about death to, like was accurate like none of the like it was so it was such a huge lie and so false to me that i remember sitting there just being angry being angry about how they were misrepresented not only in life to an extent too but just in death like, and this weird guy that I didn't know in a fucking robe was like talking about somebody that they didn't know and not like it was I like, and I had to like put it aside. Cause I'm like, obviously it's comforting to everyone else, but me, uh, you know, but I, I missed like when my friends got together afterward, that's when it felt like it was more like, uh, uh, talking about, you know, what had happened in her life and all that other stuff. It felt, it went so much more to do that mm -hmm, than it did to pretend that like, you know, 
the, uh, there was some the ceremonial aspect of it is mm -hmm. just complete bullshit unless like unless you're very much into that and yeah. you love that but but think about it even for like the priest or whoever is 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 giving that uh sermon that day mm -hmm. not what he signed up for either i mean that is certainly true good point but but his like or her like reasoning for doing that job was certainly not rooted in that aspect of it it's just right. The things they unfortunately have to do as well yeah. to serve, but it, it's not it, it's not a fun job for them either. So right. it's you just do the best you can, and and I feel like when that happens, when somebody dies and you have to go through the process, you just fucking do it the best you can. Right, it's not gonna be perfect. Yeah. It's gonna be whatever thrown together. You're not even in your right mind. You're not even right. there. Honestly, you're gonna forget almost all of it because you're just like on this weird autopilot zombie mode and and you just you plan you do the best you can you put the things in order you do the thing and then once all that bullshit is out of the way then mm. you start dealing with really other fun stuff which is taking care of that person's shit now yes that yeah. goes that goes on for so long. I mean, there's so many things that you don't consider when that happens. And like mm -hmm. when my when my brother passed away, my parents were just like they were just a fucking mess. That was their third kid that they had lost. And wow. so they were just shut themselves in their bedroom and were over it. So I took care of every fucking thing. Wow. Like the entire part of the service was I did everything cleaning out his home, like literally canceling his gym membership, canceling his phone, picking up the death certificate, picking up the, the cremated ashes, like mm -hmm. all of that kind of stuff, which like the whole time you're kind of like doing it and you're in the car and yeah. you're by yourself and you're just like thinking about this and you're like, this shit is fucking wild. This yeah. is absolutely crazy that this is going on right now, but it's, that's just part of this bizarre thing that we're in you know yeah. you just, you just go with it and and it's it's awful and it, and it sucks at certain times and then other times it's like super great and high and it's just that's just this weird trip that we're on totally it's, we've all signed this invisible contract where we're like this is the this is just what we fucking have to do i just like uh, I, I have such a hard time believing that i picked it I, that's really tough for me to yeah to, Rest because I feel like had I known if somebody was like, you can try this thing called being human and it will come with lots of trials and tribulations at one or two or ten times you may <laughs> want to do it yourself. And it will yes. be very hard. But do you still want to do it? I there's knowing me, it's so hard to imagine that that I would have been like, Yes, sign me up. Yes, yeah, that's great. I, I always think about that. And I've always told, I tell people that all the time. My roommate and I would talk about all this kind of shit all the time too. By the way, it's such a relief to find people like that to talk about it with. Cause to me, it makes one, it makes you feel less alone and two, like just less crazy. And it's just like, Oh good. Like everybody, you, you know, there's somebody else that kind of gets what's oh. going on. But like, I always think about that. If somebody, if you were born and somebody was like, Hey, or before you were born, if they were just like, Hey, look what well, you just said, I can't believe you just said that. I say it all the time where it's like, Hey, look, this is what it, you, you may not be able to afford rent. Uh, you're going to be working for other people to make them rich for most of your life. Uh, you're the things you really want to do may not actually happen. No one's going to appreciate the shit you actually wind up doing. You know, it's like, would you want to do that? And it's like, absolutely not. 
I don't think I would. Like, I don't necessarily, like, I think about that kind of shit too. Like, like, um, like my friends and I would talk about like wanting to, like those moments when you want to kill yourself where you're just like, you know, I would never, like, I always go, you know, I would never do it. I, cause I don't want to put anybody else through it, but there's been times where it's really fucking close mm -hmm. where you're just like, I I've gotten down like into that just deep, deep depression where you're like, it literally doesn't matter. You're like Googling how to, I've Googled how to do it. I'm like, mm -hmm. what's the best way? It turns out there really is no best way, yeah. uh, <laughs> which I was like, really? No easy way to do it. No one's worked that out yet. Quarantine's yeah. gone and we just abandoned that whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, but like, I've, you know, I, I've gone down that place, but like, ultimately, like, I don't, I feel like I understand why people want to, you know, I understand getting that close to it and I understand wanting it, but keeping like, you, you want to keep going. Like, but it's, 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 I don't understand people that never think about it. I'm like, are you lying to yourself? Are you, are we, are, am I just fucked up? Am I wired differently? Like, how is this? I always felt bad. Like if I brought it up to somebody, cause they would, I feel like I would bum in them out, but I'm like, Oh yeah, no, well, you're just a permanent like piece of shit bummer. Always. Like I'm always, people are just like, Oh, I don't <laughs> over here. Cause I'll be like, that's so interesting. But have you thought about like, yes. You know, um, but no, it's, it's not, it's not fun for people, but I do think maybe the older you get, you know, you're, um, the odds of, of people, you know, around you dying, go up, mm. start thinking about death much more, the older you get, it really starts to fuck with you and you start thinking, yes. how much time do I have left? But in this, there's a certain period of time for which. <laughs> 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 I, I'm sorry. I apologize, but it just took yeah. a turn. Um, We're doing but, it, but yeah, no. I think it's uh, it, it's it ha it increases your worry increases as you get older about death, mm. obviously as you get closer to it. But when um, you're kind of still in your younger years and people haven't um, had to deal with it unless like a family member or, or someone they've gone through with it, um, they, they have no, they don't really have any kind of frame of reference right. and no reason to. I mean, up until I dealt with it, really, I wasn't thinking about it. So, yeah. Know. And that and that is like, I, I don't, you know, I try to stay somewhat semi-conscious of that kind of thing where like there's. Like there's certain friends I have where I know there's a limit to what you can talk about Absolutely. and you just kind of respect it and move on or whatever. But if I didn't have that other group, I don't know what I would do because I'm like, like I could say whatever I want, you know, whatever fucked up thing comes into my head, especially if it is about death or something like that, where it's just a nice release to fucking talk about it. Totally. I, I had a, a group that I would have dinner with regularly. It's part of this organization called the dinner party and they Ooh. set you up um, in different, uh, dinners with basically strangers and you, you get a group and you start to visit with the same group over a while, but you basically just go over to somebody's house, whoever's hosting and you do like essentially a potluck and you'll have dinner together. And wow. um, it was pretty game changing for me. It's been really unfortunate because I haven't been able to do it for about a year. Right. Um, pandemic's been going on, which is a total bummer, but it's, it was, incredible for me um in a time when i really needed it and and to just walk into somebody's home and see a group of maybe like seven people sit down for dinner and you can say anything no yeah. matter what you can laugh you can cry you can say the most obscure most depressing shit ever and every person that's there with you is going yeah yeah, yeah 
and you don't scare them off at all because right. it's not it's 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 a totally separate set of friends that you then inherit because nothing is off the table. They've seen all of the craziness and weirdness mm -hmm. you have and, and everybody's sharing their stories and talking about it. And also you don't have to talk about it either right. if you don't want to. The point is to just be comfortable in a room of people who all just kind of get it and yeah. Weight lifted, and it's so refreshing. And uh, I, I'm really, really miss doing that. But it's, it's really nice because you can scare people off pretty easily when you start talking like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, and you can tell the moment they start looking at you different. Like they don't want to admit it, but they're just like, hmm, yeah, okay, they're like, not... what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. And it's weird. I don't. I hate that too because I'm like, you know, I'm more than just this, obviously. But they kind of like, li like people who love to put people in boxes like that love to go. Oh, you're the weirdo, depressing friend I have who's always <laughs> thinking about. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. And I'm like, I guess if that's how I, if that's how you see me, then that's how you fucking see me. Whatever. Everything is the final destination scene. Always, like it's oh where God. wherever I'm at, it's like. You know, I could be at, at the, the grocery store and I would just be like, imagine if all the sprinklers turned on, but it was gas <laughs> instead. You all just died right now. And like, so whoever's with me is like, I, you need to yeah. talk to somebody, you know? I'm I had just, a final destination moment the other day. I was driving and there was a literal like tree, not a giant tree branch, but like a tree branch in the middle of the road. So like I stopped, got out of my car and just moved it on the side of the road and then drove off. And then I was like, holy fuck final destination i just caused like this weird chain reaction because i moved that this person you know what i mean like i was like what did i just do and then i was like yeah. fuck shut up john yeah. <laughs> just keep driving home it, i mean weird things happen all the time anything's yeah. possible that's for sure and, and also during this whole time too i'm thinking about literally what i've because like can't go to a gym i bought like spent way too much money on workout equipment i've barely unboxed at this point um but like you know i'm trying to like stay healthy or whatever but at the same time i've eaten a shit ton of garbage and i'm literally every day thinking about what have i done what damage have i done to my body and to myself where i'm like i literally said it some of the day i was like i don't know if i go to the doctor he's gonna wind up telling me i have diabetes or i've got or you know and it's gonna be i don't know why like literally the cookie i just had was the last thing that pushed me over the edge mm -hmm. i don't have any history of that in my you know what i mean like but i'm just like could be that uh, not feeling well could be a list of any other things. That's easy I, though, because that one's reversible. So even if it happens, oh. you can correct it. If it's type two, I mean, if it's type I, two, right? You have type one. You're getting it when you're like a teen or preteen. But true, if it's type two, man. You're you're fine. Like we're gonna fix this shit. We're gonna get you. Thank back you. Normal. Like it's it's. I would never worry about it. If that happened to me, I'd be like, eh, fuck. I'll just <laughs> on the Ben and Jerry's. I'll reverse it. Oh, you know. <laughs> well, that actually makes me feel better. I don't know too much about it. So we'll call it a day. Yeah. It's How do you feel about? I've eaten an inordinate amount of cheese. Is that gonna? I I looked up cheese facts not too long ago because I was like, I don't know why that was my go. I go to like snack food was like cutting up cheese and crackers and having it like I was you know uh, in a Christmas story where they like have the bread and cheese, um, but. uh, that actually yeah that makes me feel better too exactly um but like i was like eating cheese and i'm like oh my god i wonder if this is bad for you and i looked it up and it was like there are some you know downsides to it cholesterol i think or whatever but then i found this whole website that was like why cheese could benefit you and i was like fuck yes <laughs> let's concentrate on that but if you if there's an answer you want 
you can get it. And that is the internet. Whatever yes. it is you want, the story you want to tell yourself is available to you at all times, courtesy of the internet. But I, I haven't, I haven't had, had cheese in a minute. I actually decided um, a year ago, like kind of when the pandemic first started that I was going to mm. go plant-based. And Ooh, nice. And I originally I was like, let me try 30 days and see what the vibe is here. And I did it for 30 days and it was so easy and I just kept doing it and I've still, I've, I'm still doing it. So that's awesome. yeah, I haven't, yeah, I haven't had cheese in a minute. doesn't mean I don't like it, but yeah, um, I, I, I do miss it, but I'm also like, I know what it tastes like, you know? So I'm not, it's not like I'm not super deprived in a way that's like, you haven't had this thing. Let me tell right. you that thing you know yeah um i know what the thing is and i know what it tastes like so it's fine um, <laughs> somebody said cheese fact cheese is the fucking best <laughs> it is but they're getting they're getting better at the plant-based cheeses i will say that some of them i've are had some of them better some of them are like what are you doing this no this yeah but some of them are like scary good that are right really crazy close i've had um i some of them like i can't eat the uh i i would do like um, the singles cheese slices that are plant-based oh, really? and I can't eat them plain, but I can eat them on anything like with it's like lettuce, tomato and like a whole sandwich type of thing. It's all can't... about how it's prepared, you know? Yes. Some of the, like some of the shredded, uh, plant-based cheeses that you can get, like you, you can't eat them by itself. You need to melt it down. It needs to be in a quesadilla or whatever. Mm, yeah. Um, it's all about how it's prepared. And if you prepare it well, then it's like, pff, I mean, I don't miss, I don't miss it. I really miss nothing. And especially now with the eggs too. Um, yeah, vegan meat is getting good. Vegan meat is next level. I love Beyond Meat. Um, yeah, do you like Impossible? I do like Impossible. I just don't, I, I like the taste of it. Honestly, I think better than Beyond. But Me too. I, only reason I, I don't purchase it as much is because there's soy in it. So I try to like, you know, you, you, soy is, is fine, but you don't yeah. want a ton of it. And, and if you mm -hmm. are plant-based, you can have a tendency to eat too much soy. Yeah. So I try to stay away from it. And also soy comes back to a part of like climate change and part of the issues. Yes. That was one of the reasons why I went plant-based in, in, in the first place, the, the biggest reason, but yeah, mm. soy is, soy goes along with a lot of those problems as well. So I try to stay away from it, but I do, I do really like impossible a lot. Yeah, um, me too. But it's so, it's just so easy. There's a replacement for everything, even eggs, yeah. like just eggs. What? Well, I haven't had that yet. They're, they're so good. They're, they're, they're too expensive right now because they need more people to be purchasing it so they can lower oh. the cost. But it's, you can just get it. It's in like a little yellow jar. It looks honestly like a mustard jar and mm. it, it looks like scrambled eggs. Throw some vegan cheese in a pan with just egg. So good. It's really it's mung beans. Ooh, and I'll it, absolutely it looks, try that. It looks just like scrambled eggs. Doesn't taste like it. I'm not gonna lie. It doesn't taste exactly like it. Right. But it's pretty fucking close, and I'm just as satisfied. Like I'm a breakfast bitch. I miss going to the diner and getting too. the you know the egg and the sausage and the coffee, like the whole thing. A breakfast yep. all day. That's my vibe. But 
now that I'm plant-based, like I, I can't really do a diner vibe. So, um, yeah. but I'm equally as satisfied with the vegan selections that they have going on now. Like it's so much easier to be plant-based now than it, than it ever has been, you know? You're right. Yeah. When I'm on the road uh, with my friend, Joanne, like we'll go, she's um, completely uh, vegetarian. And so she's always introducing me to like new stuff because I was vegetarian for about a year and a half. And then fell off the wagon, yada, yada, yada. No excuse not to get back on, but I just, mm -hmm. I just never did. Mm -hmm. um, I go, I like go back and forth, but whenever we're on the road together, all I eat is plant-based stuff. Mm -hmm. So we'd hit up any place with a Beyond Burger or uh, Impossible Burgers. We, we literally like, we've been to some of the weirdest places to get one of those burgers because uh, we wound up in like some places where we definitely shouldn't have been like in the Midwest where like, there's no, like, it's funny because she's, um, she's lesbian and I'm me and the two of us, like, there's no, like, you know, she's, she, we just, we've walked into places in the Midwest where we're just like, literally like we're either not going to make it out of here or they think we're novelty. Like <laughs> we're just like, fuck. But, um, we love, we loved finding that kind of stuff. And I can't eat eggs anymore. Apparently mm. went to like an allergist and I love my, my favorite thing in diner. I love diners and eggs, egg, I, I, like, any kind of omelet, whatever, Real my cousin Vinny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Straight up my cousin Vinny. Um, and I would get like an egg sandwich. Can't have it anymore. So now I want to try those eggs you mentioned. Because do, the, I do it. 100% do the just egg. There's two different kinds you can get. There's the one that comes in the mustard looking package mm -hmm. at the store and that's in the refrigerated section. And then another one, you can do the frozen ones. They have like the frozen Ooh. egg vibe, which is almost like you can make your own. You can get a Beyond breakfast sausage you can mm. get a, a slice of vegan cheddar mm -hmm. and you can get a um uh egg you can make your own egg mcmuffin essentially oh. with the uh, beyond the just egg and the cheese and right. like just you're so good it tastes it's just as satisfying i, I feel. feel like we should have our own uh cooking show at this point like oh. I like that we we started talking about death and then immediately went into not killing animals, getting into vegans. Though I fucking hate cooking. I just want this shit Me too. to be as possible. And like yeah. I'm fine. It's not that I'm a bad cook. The thing is, like I'm fine. If I need to do it, I'll do it, and it'll probably yeah. be bomb. But I don't enjoy it. You know, right. I'm sitting there the whole time thinking like. This just took me three hours to prepare something we're going to eat in 10 minutes. This is fucking bullshit. I could have yeah. done something better with my time, you know? <laughs> I'm the same exact way. My my roommate was always a really good cook. And I never, I, I always got, anybody that I dated, I always got shit on for not, to be like, I can't believe you can't cook. And I'm like, it's not that I can't cook. I just, same, same way. I'm starving right now. And mm -hmm. I know at least 15 places within the vicinity I can get exactly what I need from. So- okay. I'm always, I'm always like looking for something like that way to eat. But if I need to cook, I could probably follow directions. Do it. I have almost set the kitchen on fire trying to make a DiGiorno. I, w I can't not attest to that. And that's probably just because you were late to your timer and you, <laughs> like, you were just like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put a DiGiorno in and then I'm going to go do this. And then I do, I have plenty of time. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to go put gas in my car. And then meanwhile, your house is on fire. That's scarily accurate that we'd never met and you know like that's pretty much i had to text my roommate and i was like i was like uh literally almost never let me near the oven again <laughs> like i was like i was like i almost did it on fire i yeah it's fucked up that's insane i know 
Um, well, I've kept you for an hour and a half. I feel like that's How way long over. Do you do these for? I do. I normally do these for like an hour, and oh. then I yeah. And but I've kept I've kept you for. I can keep talking. By the way, it's up to you. But I don't want to keep you any longer. Well, I have to pee. That's the only reason I would go off. I have like the bladder that's like this big, so I have to that, pee like five minutes. But we can do it again. We can do. I would love to do this again. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like there's so much more to talk about too. And is there? So you have. I'll. Uh, I'll throw up your album because you've got the new EPL, which is fucking phenomenal. It's called At Least I Tried. Um, that is the cover of it. By the way, did you actually pose with, or is that superimposed? That? Uh, no, that's my Photoshop skills. Actually, what I did. Amazing. That's an old photograph of Anne Margaret, and oh. I took Anne Margaret out and put me in. Fucking incredible! I yeah. love that. Yeah. Um, because I was like half jealous of um having the uh I'll put that back up until my face is not directly up on the screen. You can see my shitty graphics. Um <laughs> but yeah, that is um that's incredible. Thank you. Um, yeah, that it's it's an uh, seriously the album's awesome. It's like one of the like I feel like it was intended to be listened to because you know, like people bounce around or whatever, but if you listen to it from start to finish, it's got a lot of themes in it, a lot of emotion to it. So I I keep telling people like just start to finish, play it once all the way through, Thanks. you know, then pick your favorites. Yeah. It's, it's fucking amazing. Thanks. Are yeah. You, I feel like the, the order is like, there's, that was thoughtful as well, you know? So yeah, it, it really was placed where it, it felt appropriate, you know? So, yeah. And are you, do you think once this all ends, you'll go uh, on tour by yourself with it? Or do you think you'll just, you're, you're going to go back with Milo green or, if I'm a hundred percent honest, probably not because touring is so expensive, you know? Um, yeah. it, it's, it's so costly to be on the road, to have people that you hire to play your band every night. These people need to be getting paid as a band yeah. a little bit easier because if you're all in it together and you are willing to work for free, it's a little different, but even still then you're needing to pay for hotels every night, your gas, you're renting a sprinter or a bus. Like right. those, these things are outrageously expensive. The overhead for touring is insane. Like I, we've only ever broken even. Most, most bands that are beginning go into debt and they have label support to help them on the road. Um, I'd say like kind of um, upper low level bands are breaking even mid-level bands are probably making a little bit of money and then wow. you're not, then it jumps like real high and then all of a sudden you're making tons of money um, but that's so mm. rare it's such a small percentage of artists but for for most people it's wildly expensive to go on the road so um, as much as I love it and miss doing that yeah. I, I don't see that unless you know for some uh, unless some great opportunity comes around and I, and I ha just have to take it. Um, I don't know, but I did film a live show with my solo stuff and I'm going to be putting that out in a couple weeks. So I'm excited. Oh about shit. It. That's awesome. Yeah. Where so are you going to be putting it out? Um, I'm using a platform called noon chorus. So okay, cool. I'll be putting that out in a couple weeks, which I'm really excited about. And you know, it was, it was kind of done during one of the peak moments of COVID and it was very hot in Los Angeles. And so everybody was tested. Everybody's masked up. It was like very, yeah. um, the safest we could. And, um, it was shot beautifully and I I'm really excited about it. So, um, that'll be something that I have to look forward to, to put out. And then hopefully for the rest of the year, I just continue, you know, I have like a 
a series of songs I really want to release. So hopefully over the course of the year, I'll just slowly start putting out one at a time. But most people aren't listening to full albums anymore. So I'm just mm. going to try to roll with the times and just put out a song um, at a time. And if people are into it, then they're into it. And if they're not, then I'll, you know, start. Yeah. Nothing else. You just keep putting shit out into the atmosphere and see what sticks, you know? Absolutely. That's all you can do. It's just yeah. kind of what I'm doing with this that I've no idea. I'm so, thank you so much for coming on, by the way. Yeah. I really appreciate that. And it's Noon Chorus is the uh, website that's going to be released on or the streaming? Yeah. It's the streaming? Yeah. yeah it's okay, just, cool. Right, they're, they're doing a bunch of ticketed concerts. Um, oh, that's awesome. A bunch of really great shows um, over the last year. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. It'll be good. Sweet. Well, thank, yeah. thank you so much for coming on. I, we really yeah. appreciate it. Everybody had a good time. And, uh, you know, let's do it again soon. I'll talk about death anytime. And also, <laughs> there's 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 also like a crazy show on Netflix called, uh, I think it's called Surviving Death or something. And I watched Ooh. that episode. And there's like, it's pretty weird and not that great. But, but there are two episodes that I think are pretty excellent that are worth watching. And one of them is the reincarnation one, which blows... Oh blows your fucking mind so i suggest you watch that um, i will yeah surviving death i think it's is what it's called absolutely um, yeah and I'll, I'll be texting you when i uh, when i actually want yeah just go straight to the reincarnation episode and let your okay. mind be fucking blown <laughs> <It's so> <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> i'll skip the benadryl tonight and watch that instead <laughs> it's, worth it. it's worth it shit will trip you up okay yeah. cool all right well thank you again so much and uh, i'll see you soon Thanks so much. It was so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Bye. Bye.